welcome to the Pages of Light podcast, your destination for discussions of popular fantasy and science fiction novels from a Christian worldview. My name is Tyler, aka Verum, and with me, as always, is Gabriel, aka the Quarantine Quartermaster. Welcome back to the podcast, Gabe. Uh, how you doing? This is officially the last episode of 2022. How do you feel about that? We made it. Uh, we made it. Uh, not quite a full year because of the hiatus, but uh, yes. we've done a lot of episodes. Uh, have. I'm, I'm, you know, that's not. I, I think that's awesome, and here we are on the cusp of 2023, which is what just a day away. Yep. At the time this episode drops, um, and we have a whole next year. Well, we don't have a full year, but we have a lot of content lined up for next year. Like, we're in a pretty good spot, and uh, yep, we're yep. in your th- through your Christmas log at uh, at church with uh, how many how many uh, <laughs> Christmas things did you have to work? Uh, so I had to work seven, I think. Uh, but we had a total of 13 services at the main campus. And then we have two other campuses in different locations, and they each had two. So total of 17 services across all of the, across the whole church. So, yep, that's, that's a lot. So, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> lots of services. I'm sure you're, you're glad to be done with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to the, the new year and, uh, all that, that will bring. And uh, yeah, as you mentioned, we have a lot of content planned, which we will jump into uh, in just a second here. Um, so as always, you can follow Pages of Light on our website, pagesoflight.com, and you can also check us out on all of our social platforms. Go to the uh, YouTube channel and subscribe so you can check out the video version for whenever we do uh, fun things, like maybe Gabe has a, a costume on for Halloween or <laughs> Gabe is maybe showing off a three, a newly 3d printed item or something like that. Um, so you guys yeah. want to see the hollow night? Oh yeah. Okay. So we got a new print here. This went out as Christmas gifts. I, uh, I 3d printed hollow night because, um, the, my niece and nephews are into the game and Silk Song is supposed to be released in 2023, which is the sequel to Hollow Knight. And uh, I uh, am going to be 3D printing some of the uh, the Hornet character when I when I have a chance. So, yeah, cool. Looking for looking forward to some more 3D printing. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about Hollow Knight, the game? I just love a game that requires the person to be very skillful. Like um, you have to time things just right. Like they they make puzzles for you to solve with your different abilities. Like you have to wall slide into a dash, into a double jump to like make it through like an area. And um, and it was just such a big game. And I'm like. I finished the game with 77%, which is like a C, but it also took me like 40 hours to like complete the game. And like, I feel, you know, people speed run it in like 27 minutes. So like, I <laughs> definitely feel like, feel like I, uh, you know, it's around half an hour uh, that they, they speed run it in. So definitely feel a little dumb, but I mean, speed running is definitely a skill that takes over time. Right. So you're it, not, it's just you're not, a big, you're not trying big to enjoy the game. game when you speed run. Yeah, or or you are, and you've already spent the time uh, right. learning the whole map and, and the best True. sequence of things. But I just liked how big and sprawling the world is. I like how like the artwork looks great. Uh, 
Vivian and I, uh, that's my daughter, we listen to uh, the theme music on the drive home. And she's like, what is this? I'm like, it's the Soul Sanctum or the Green Path or the Decisive Fight. And she loves hearing all the music and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's just fun for our family. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to whenever my son Jack is old enough to like converse and I we could talk about the music that we're listening to or you know whatever it is that's one thing i'm looking forward to whenever he's able to actually have like some semblance of a conversation uh with me so yeah that'll be fun in the next uh few years here mm-hmm. cool um yeah so i think the first thing i have up on this podcast this is like our this is like a new year's kind of podcast so we're going to talk about uh, 2022, the some of our favorite things that we enjoyed this year from the podcast perspective, and then we'll talk about what we're planning to do in 2023. So we have a good chunk of the year already mapped out for the, all the different books that we're going to be reading, and uh, then at the end we'll take a look at some uh, some just like 2023 like personal goals, like things we want to accomplish just as individuals. Not it could be related to the podcast or just something personal in our life that we want to try to focus on for this year. So almost like a new year's resolution, even though I don't know, new year's resolutions are kind of like things that you start in January and then they die by February. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've never have any success with actually starting a new year's resolution and then having it carry out through the entire year and something that I feel like I'm, I actually accomplished. So I don't know. Maybe I need to take a new strategy for approaching New Year's resolutions or something. Maybe I'm just uh, <laughs> maybe I'm not doing it correctly. <laughs> uh, but before I, we um, jump in, oh yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I don't do New Year's resolutions. Like, yeah, like I I just feel like uh, life is kind of like in a constant progression, and when I decide to do something, I do it. Um, What's funny about me specifically is like I can be so good at like a routine and then like if something gets derailed, it's just like out of my life. Like, oh, yeah, I can be so committed to it and they just like do it day in, day out for like months. And then just one day, it just like plop, just drops right off. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And my wife calls me out on that a lot. So I probably deserve it. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's really funny how you can be so dedicated to something. But yeah, usually I like if I decide to do like a life change, like I'm pretty good at like not waiting for New Year's. I just kind of like decide I'm going to do it. And then the easier it is to like integrate into my daily schedule, the longer it's going to stick around. It's true. You can't make large sweeping changes and expect them to stick. You got to make small, small incremental changes so that they are, they're easier to keep up on a consistent basis and then you can make progress. So I know intellectually how to do it. It's just in practice. I always seems like I fail. (laughs) So I think that's a lot of people's problems, (laughs) myself included. Yeah. So maybe 2023 will be the year where we, where we don't make the magic happen. That's right. Maybe we'll see. Um, cool. All right. Before we jump into uh, some podcast stuff, I just want to talk just one second about like New Year's trans- New Year's traditions. Like, do you have anything fun that your family would do? Um, my family would always 
Like we would just get together around the TV because we we're gonna watch, you know, the, the what was the who was the guy that did the New Year's show? Bob Barker. I feel like that's not the right name. I don't remember the person's name. Bob Barker is like, isn't he like the Price is Right or something? <laughs> Maybe he is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the guy's name is. Who always did the New Year's show, and then Ryan Seacrest took over for him after he. I was gonna say Ryan Seacrest. Like yeah. that name came no, to no, mind. No, okay, no, okay, it's like, Dick Clark. Dick Clark. That's who it is. Dick yeah. Clark's New Year's Eve service, New Year's Eve program, or whatever. Um, so we would watch, we would watch that and then the ball drop and all that kind of stuff. And we'd always have like appetizers and like hors d'oeuvres. We'd have the, you know, like the little mini hot dogs in a blanket, like the little small ones with the ketchups and the, all those things. We'd have like some, that's right. We get some wings. We get some like little wrapped up taco type thingies. So we'd have all sorts of little hors d'oeuvres or, you know, whatever, like stuff like that, that are fun to kind of eat with your, just like small finger foods. So that's what we would do. Did you have anything that you would uh, that you would do, or you want to maybe start doing for New Year's traditions? Yeah, I'd like to start coming to new, to your New Year's so I can eat these <laughs> finger foods and watch the ball drop. So That's no, my, these okay. are things that we did as kids. These are not things that we do now. So oh, um, we'll have to no, start new traditions. No. Yeah, no, not really. Um, no real tradition as kids. Um, it was always like. Like, try and hang out with your friends on New Year's and see the ball drop. Like, the only consistent thing is, like, the ball would drop. We didn't have the hot dogs in the blankets, but I want them. So, just make an extra batch for the quarantine quartermaster. Maybe we'll have to start a... I don't know. Are we considered young adults still? (laughs) A young young adult New Year's Eve party? We used to go to those, so... I'm basically forty, so I don't I don't think I fit into to young yeah. adult anymore. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Yeah, I, I mean I'm I'm thirty, so I feel like I'm yeah. still I guess technically I would be I don't know. I feel like once you're in your thirties you're not really a young adult anymore. I just feel like especially once you have kids, you don't really it's just like a different it's just like a different crowd. It's, a, it's like a different lifestyle. Like once oh you get yeah, once you get married sure. and have kids, like you're just like in a completely different phase of life. And, you know, the 25-year-old single person who's just out of college, like, they're living a completely different way than the, than the way I'm living. So I think that's just, yeah, I would consider myself not a young adult anymore. I will, yeah. I will self-select out. You can still, yeah, you can still attend. Yes, that's true. And, like, and go, but, yeah, you're probably out of it. Like, yeah, life changes when you have a family. Right. <clears throat> cool. If you guys have New Year's traditions or something fun, maybe Gabe can steal some of your ideas that you can put in the comments. Please. I love being a thief of good things. It's right. all good. Awesome. All right. So let's jump into some of our 2022. We're calling this like 2022 wrapped in a, as a home as an homage to Spotify's 2022 wrapped with all of your music. Um, <laughs> something they put out every year, which is always fun to listen to. Um, so we're going to do favorite, uh, book that we read for the podcast. We're going to do favorite book that we read that was not on the podcast. And then we're going to do favorite episode that we got to record on the podcast. So starting off my favorite book that we read for the podcast, I think was the great hunt, which is book two of the wheel of time. 
that was at the very beginning of the year, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, it might have been our earliest episode this year. Yeah, I think I just really enjoyed that book. I enjoyed the, um, like the plot structure of them kind of on this hunt, of course, which is why it's called the Great Hunt, looking for the horn of Valir, and. There were some really good scenes in there. I remember that, especially that scene where they're going through. Is it the, uh, is it through the ways they're going through? And there's Rand has all those visions of his like previous lives or future lives or things, oh, that, things, yeah. things that could have been, or maybe were in the past. And that really cool sequence where there's like the flicker flicker kind of scene. I remember reading that. I remember you reading that. Yeah, reading that on the podcast. That gave yes. me chills. I was like, yeah. ooh, that's, that's such good writing right yeah. there. But yeah, so that, that passage is really just really great, and it's a great book. And uh, yeah, so that was probably my favorite book that we've read on the podcast this year. So there you go. Wheel of Time is great yeah. in general. Well, what is yeah. yours? Uh, so for me, it's The Ring of Solomon. Um, I love that um, I I feel like the the trilogy, like the Bartimaeus trilogy, followed by the Ring of Solomon, is just like a not well known like book yeah. series, and I'm glad that um, I I just love Bartimaeus and his panache and his like <laughs> bungling sort of ways, uh, but he's also like very intelligent, but he goofs things up, and then he outsmarts um, you know. Uh, all of Solomon's guards and finds his way up into the tower and sees through the illusions and figures things out and um, yeah I and I'm glad I got to introduce you to it uh, yeah. and yeah I just I just love Bartimaeus as a character and I'm just I enjoy reading like uh, Jonathan Stroud's like books and again like if I could speak as eloquently as he writes I probably could be pretty happy with that. So, um, yeah. he yeah, definitely a, pushes my read. boundary of vocabulary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that book. It was a, uh, it was, it was a good break from a lot of the big epic fantasies that we read. It was more of a, more of a focused story, and uh, it was just a one-off. So there wasn't necessarily any. Although there is the original series, there's no like direct sequel to it. So it's just kind of a one-off story. Um, which is, uh, it was, a uh, yeah, it was fun to read. I agree. Um, yeah. So next we have a favorite non-podcast book. So one of the books that I read this year that I got, that I read to, uh, my son Jack, uh, as like we read like a chapter or so ish of a book, uh, before bed every night. So, and the first book we read is the Hobbit because I love the, the Lord of the Rings and Tolkien. So of course the first book that I read, uh, besides like normal kids books, board books, or, you know, whatever, stuff like that. Like the first actual book I'm going to read to him is the Hobbit. So it was just really fun for me to go back and read that book. Cause it's been a while since I've read it. And, uh, yeah, it was just really great to, to go back into that world again and just to, you know, here the travels of Bilbo and Gandalf and all the different dwarves and uh, all the the situations they find themselves in and how they how Bilbo helps them get out of all these different situations. And uh, so I read the book to Jack and then whenever uh, I finished uh, for my birthday, I got the audiobook on CD read by Andy Serkis, who uh, plays Gollum in the in the movies. So he read uh 
the Hobbit and he read also the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So, mm. and I got the audio book for the Hobbit on CD. So I actually listened to it again, uh, with him, uh, as I was in the car. So that was fun. So I actually read it twice this year, once physically reading it and then once in audio book. So yeah, that was, uh, definitely my favorite book that I, I guess reread this year, but it's been a while. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, Vivian's at the age where she might like understand it um she loves stories um she just wants to know the story of how the sink flooded she's like tell me the story dad tell me the story she always asking for tell me the story um so maybe the hobbit will be something that we get into i think um she might enjoy that she she definitely enjoys um the strange and the fantastic um, yeah so my book that I chose for the non-podcast book is, I can't tell you guys how good this book is, um, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. So Chris Voss is a hostage negotiator, 25 years, international hostage negotiator. And he basically takes all the skills, like, think about this. You have to negotiate with people from across the globe, different languages, um working with people with different motivations and like the learning that he did in those situations and he brings it to you in a very palatable like user-friendly guide on how to run negotiations and um believe it or not working in the school that i work in um knowing hostage negotiation skills has come in handy every single day <laughs> like the, that is just a reality um so i can't recommend this book enough never split the difference um it not only like shows you how to um uh i think like it shows you how to empathize with people and i love that he calls the person like um there's another book series uh like start with no or something maybe that's it and they they describe the other person as the adversary and that kind of sets up this like they are the opponent and we are going to best them sort of mentality and i like how chris voss frames it he says like this like the person that you're negotiating with is um the counterpart and so just that switch from the adversary to like the counterpart like the idea is that you guys are trying to work towards a goal and build something that's new, not what person A thought, not what person B thought, but something right. synergistic that allows both people to get what they want. Um, and it just has taught me how to listen more carefully, um, how to, um, like, if, like, I, I hate, I've hated this part of my younger life where. I knew the right course of action, but I just didn't know how to get other people to see it. And this book has really like given me some skills on like how to frame questions in a way that gets the counterpart thinking in the same direction that you are. And um, I feel like it does it like, cause it, I mean, you do tackle with like, am I, guiding a person or am i coercing a person into like my viewpoint and i feel like this book does a good job of like framing like making it like a neutral frame versus like mm -hmm. like a 
adversary. Like, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get my way. Um, And so just the skill set in that book um, is excellent. Um, And I, I, if you are looking for a book on communication and like, it even has like great implications in a marriage, like how to listen to your spouse effectively and how to communicate ideas better. Um, and I, yeah, there, there's just skills in that book that I use every single day. So, uh, that, that's my book of choice. Cool. Yeah. That sounds really great. Uh, we'll put links to those books that we mentioned and also link the, um, the podcast episodes that we, for like the great hunt and the ring of Solomon that we mentioned in our favorite, uh, book that we wrote on the podcast. And, uh, so the next section we're going to be doing is favorite episode that we got to record. So this might be like our favorite, uh, maybe we had some good points or we thought just the discussion was really good or something like that. Um, so the one I picked was the crimson campaign, which was our first, um, it wasn't the first recording. I think it was the second recording after we came back from our hiatus, which is my fault because I, well, it's not my fault, but I just didn't get back into the swing of things as quick as I thought I would. So, um, but yeah, that was the first, one of the first recordings we came, we did when we came back and yeah, I just thought that was really good episodes. We got to talk about some interesting things, like especially the conversation we had at the end of that book about just revenge and how Tamas didn't get his, didn't get the revenge that he thought he was going to get. And just like the implications for that, for his character and, um, yeah, all the stuff with, uh, Taniel and Capole and all her witch, witch magic and stuff like that with her dolls and mm-hmm. stuff was just interesting to talk about. So yeah, I think that was just a fun episode. Um, and of course we'll, I'll link that episode, uh, in the description as well. So if you guys want to check those out, uh, did you have any particular episode that you enjoyed recording or, uh, ring of Solomon, of course, is probably fun for you to record. So, Oh, of course. Yeah. I love it. Um, I actually did not choose an episode and I, I'm just going to say like, I have a really bad memory. So like, that's fair. I, I do like, too. I like, I look back and I'm just like, what did we even talk about? Like, you know, at one point in the conversation, I remember one like podcast conversation, you were like, Oh, you know, like we'll go back and listen to our stuff and you're like, how egotistical is that? I'm like, I literally will not remember what we discussed in the previous <laughs> podcast. So like I do want to go back and like refresh my memory. Um I just wanna say that I think that um like after the Crimson campaign, including the Crimson campaign, well maybe more after. Um, I just like the way that our dynamic as co-hosts has changed. Um, our prep has changed, and I think it's leading us in a um, in a better direction. I feel more prepared to discuss the podcast. Um, yeah. And I don't know if you, the listeners, have uh, seen a difference, but uh, these past few episodes that we've recorded, they've been a little bit more planned uh tyler and i have decided beforehand instead of just doing things like spontaneously or extemporaneously we we're being a little bit more decisive on who's going to share which parts of the story um and then looking for themes and bringing in scripture um 
Tyler's been carrying um, the brunt of that. Um, so <laughs> uh, just truth be told. Um, but I, I just like the way that our episodes have been evolving and changing. And I think that um, we're going to get better at um, being co-hosts together. So um, I don't really have a specific episode that I've chosen, but I just like the way that our, um, our workflow has changed. And I think it's going to lead to better content down the road. Yeah. Or you could just say that your favorite episode that you've recorded is the one you're recording now. So <laughs> here we go. That's this right. is the one. This cheers is our favorite. This is our favorite one right here. So yeah. Oh, we're doing a cheers. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> and don't cheers forget to the podcast. Punch fear in the face. Yes, punch fear in the face and press record. <laughs> uh, Sean Cannell of Think Media. Uh, we watch shout out to you sean cannell we watch if you're listening so we're just gonna even when you don't feel prepared you just have to just you just have to do it because if you don't do it then you'll never you'll never fail and you'll never get better and you'll never uh accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in life so sometimes you just have to do it even though you don't feel like you can and uh you'll just get better over time so and that's why i'm thankful for you tyler because you like push the podcast forward like if it was me I would still be back at like episode two, like, oh, I got to prepare the perfect content. And like, you're like, yeah. nope, we're just going to record and we're going to see what happens. <laughs> and, uh, but now, but now that we've done it for over, you know, 20 episodes, like we, we, we've got a little bit of a pattern down and I think right. another 20 episodes and we'll like, yeah, we'll be doing well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, so speaking of future episodes and what we're planning to do in the next year, so we're going to just chat a little bit about just what we're going to plan to do in the next year. So um, we have a bunch of the months mapped out already, and uh, so I'll just do a quick rundown of all the books that we're planning to do and how we're going to break them all up. So in January, we have uh, a new like book type that we're going to be doing, which is uh, a manga. And so we're going to be doing Vinland Saga, which I have right here in my hand. And as you can see, we have already read this and we've actually already recorded both episodes for these. So we have Vinland Saga volumes one and two, and those will both go up in January. And then we have, let's see what we got here. We're going to be finishing the Powder Mage trilogy with the Autumn Republic, and that's going to be in February. So I'm looking forward to starting this book. I have not started yet, but Gabe, you said you started it. So we're going to be shortly getting to that as we, uh, we record that in January. And then... But I'm only going to read the first half. Right. And again, like I said, my memory right. is bad. So like I don't remember... I remember some key points at the end of this book, but uh, right. still the journey is going to be fun to, to re-explore. Yes. And you can listen at like five times speed and like super read maybe not that, not that fast but yeah i do i do three if i'm like if it's the day of the podcast and i've already listened to it at like a, a 1.5 right. i I've slowed down to 1.5 or 1.25 um yeah and but yeah if i'm like scanning the book for a specific part i can turn it up to three i have to literally like close my eyes <laughs> focus on the words and I can only do it for like a minute like like maybe like five minutes which will be which will end up being 15 minutes of content you know <laughs> but it is 
It's just like, it goes so fast. I'm like, I can still hear it. I can still process it because I've already read it. And we're just scanning for a certain part or trying to remember some stuff. Yeah. Cool. And so that's, that's February. And then in March, we're going to go back to Vinland Saga and we're going to do volumes two or volumes three and four, which will be book two for the hardcover edition. If you have those. Um, so yeah, looking forward to continuing in Vinland Saga as We've already read this book, so there's some. Uh, this is a really great first uh, entry into this kind of universe. So definitely stay tuned for those episodes in January, and uh, the further ones that are going to be in March for volumes three and four. And then in April we get to go back to the Wheel of Time. We're going to do book four, The Shadow Rising, which this thing is. This is a meaty book. This is like looking at this paperback here. With the, uh, that's a prologue, glossary. What do we got here? 917 pages. So that means we're going to be splitting this book up into three parts instead of just our normal two. Because I feel like it's going to be a lot to discuss 500 pages at a time. Whenever things like the Autumn Republic is about 600 pages. Yeah, about 600 pages. So... Yeah, splitting that up into three parts is going to be much better. So we'll probably do about 350 pages each episode, I guess. Is that yeah. how the math works out to just about around yeah. 300 pages ish per episode. So I'm not sure where we're going to break that up just yet since we've never I've never read this book. So I don't really know where a good place to break it up is. And um, I don't even remember this book at, like, right. at all. Yeah. But this apparently this is one of the best books in the series, so I'm looking forward to it. And it's been it's been a while since it's been since we got back into Wheel of Time, so I'm definitely looking forward to getting back into it. Yeah, I think that'll be good. Yes, and then so that's going to be April, and then in May we're going to go back to Vinland Saga with Book Three, aka Volumes Five and Six. So yeah, that's going to be good. And then in June, we're going to switch it up and go back to some sci-fi because in the intro, I always say your destination for discussions of popular fantasy and science fiction novels, but we don't really read that much science fiction. So we're going to go back to science fiction and we're going to be doing uh, the sequel to Ender's Game, which is the speaker for the dead. And this is a book that's been on my shelf for quite a long time and I've intended to read it for a long time, but just, you know, never got around to doing it. So it's finally on the schedule and I'm going to read it. And yeah, I've heard that this is, this is the book that Orson Scott card wanted to write, but he felt like he had to write something else before it to as like a prologue to this story. And so Ender's game is almost like the prologue to speaker for the dead. So yeah, I'm super interested to read this and I've heard this one is much more philosophical and much less action heavy than Ender's Game, mm -hmm. so it'll be a different pace for sure. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Did you have you read this book before? No, did, but did you? No, I just, I just, uh, I just bought. Um, I have not read it, and I just bought it on Audible just like moments ago. As nice. you were holding it up, I was like, I'll just get that book in my library right now. I have uh, some credits available. I have that monthly subscription so um, yeah sometimes i'll go a few months without getting a yep. book so i'll i'll have a few and that's good sometimes like i'll go on a binge i'll be like oh i'm really into this series and i'll get like three books in a row 
Right. Yeah, I think I have two credits right now, so I don't know what I should... Uh, I don't really listen to audiobooks that much, so I've... Yeah, sometimes it's kind of like, I don't know what I should get, because if I want to get them in paperback, is it like wasting to get it on audiobook? So it's kind of a weird conundrum I have, so... Yes. <clears throat> so anyway, I just yeah. commute so much that it's just worth yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it for you, for sure. Um, my problem is like if I try to listen at work, like sometimes like I'll get inter- interrupted a lot, or like I'm fo- I'm trying to do something while I'm listening, and so I'm not paying attention to the book, and so like I miss things, and yeah, I just feel like it's it's harder for me to find time to do the audiobook thing. But if I had a longer commute, I would definitely make more more use of it. I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. yes. So that's going to be in June. So we're already halfway through the year at this point. And then in July, we're going to be doing a new book. So this book is actually coming out in May at the end of May. And I thought we could do it in June, but I think it's too quick of a turnaround, um, between the book coming out and then ha- having time to record because we record kind of in, in advance of when these episodes release. So, and I think in July we can probably do this and it's called, it's a book called the will of the many, which is, uh, by James Islington who actually wrote the Lycanius trilogy. If you see that series up there with the red, blue and orange, uh, that was his debut, uh, fantasy series. And while it's not like a perfect series, it is very interesting and it has some, uh, some cool concepts in it. And, uh, yeah, he's inspired a lot by Brandon Sanderson's works. So, of course, I love mm. Brandon Sanderson. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was just good to read that series. And uh, this is his new series that he's been working on. So I'm hoping that it's going to be a lot better than his first series because he's had a lot of time to kind of, you know, work out the, the kinks in his writing and make it uh, the best that it could be. So, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. I'll put up a, an image of the book cover. It's got some like Roman kind of esque themes and that uses this magic system called the will. And it's like this embodiment of like different aspects of your person. And you can, uh, I was talking about this with Gabe, you can take your will and you can like give it to other people. So it's kind of a similar magic system to breath in Warbreaker from Brandon Sanderson. Uh, if you want to listen to those podcasts, I'll put links in the description, which was actually our first podcasts that we did on this uh, on this show. So if you want to go back and listen to our first episodes, actually, I don't even really want to go back and listen to the first episodes because they might be really uh, might be cringe They're to go pro- back and listen to them. But yeah, it might be. Uh, but yeah, I mean, still Warbreaker was really good. I, I yeah, it was Warbreaker. good. Um, yeah. So it just, just kind of all came together like after the first 500 pages but yes that's right <laughs> but that's that's how brandon sanderson rolls he's like you're you gotta know everything before i give you the the sander lanch <laughs> the sander lanch that's right yep yeah so we're going to be doing that and i'm really looking forward to that book so hopefully it's good but we will see and then in august we're going to go back to vinland saga with uh book four which would be volumes seven and eight and that is where we're going to, that's where we've ended our planning so far. So we still have open September, October, November, and December. I think in October, we definitely need to do something kind of like horror related or maybe some Stephen King. I know Gabe has read some Stephen King, so maybe he'll give a us a good of recommendations of where we could jump into his works. 
or maybe we'll read some Frankenstein because that's a pretty short book. We could do maybe a one-off off on that. So I'm not sure what all we're going to be doing, but October is going to be some kind of horror or spooky kind of month uh, with books related to that. Um, but for the other three months, uh, it's still kind of up in the air. So if you have suggestions of what you think we should read towards the end of the year, you can uh, let us know that in the comments. Um, do you have any general thoughts on 2023 plans and all the books we're going to be doing? Is there a book you're particularly looking forward to getting to? Um, let me look at the list here. Uh, I think the shadow rising is going to be good. I'm looking yep. forward to that. Um, it'll be fun to see, you know, I, I seriously like have, I put the book on, but you know, there's a point when you like binge stuff where you like are like watching it or listening to it, but you're not fully engaged. And I, and yes. I just, I really have no recollection of what's inside of this book um so i i'm interested to see i i like the wheel of time story and it's nice to do this podcast because it's solidifying my memory more and more on it uh so i'm looking forward to the shadow rising and then um you know we do have the first part of the year booked out and you know that's partially because um like uh, we are looking forward to 2023 being the birth of um, our second child. And Tyler and I want to remain consistent to our listeners. So we're trying to have a plan so that I can go on paternity leave from the podcast, yet still have content available to you guys. Um, so that's why we have so much planned out. Um I, I told Tyler when we started this, you know, it might be nice to just have like a few months planned out to leave some wiggle room for like, oh, this book just came out or and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to get back to that at the end of this year. But um, it's good to know that we have a plan uh, for everything coming up. Uh, and then there's just some, you know, I just had the thought like, you know, we kind of maybe need to dip into some classics like some Ray Bradbury like Fahrenheit uh, 451 or um, uh, Brave New World um, yeah. by I think it's Huxley yep. uh, and then there's like I, I've never read Isaac Asimov but he's like yeah, a, I'd love to a read big, him a, a big name in like sci-fi and um you know, I I am a big Stephen King fan. I am a horror fan. I like my horror podcast, um, Scared to Death podcast. Um, and, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the October choice. Uh, and then what's the other one who does the cosmic horror? Uh, Lovecraft. Um, yes. It, he's, you know, so I'm looking forward to... Um, exploring some new authors like i like our lineup that we have for the beginning of the year but i also think that um you know as we you know as we hit the later half of the year i think we should start exploring some new ones and like uh i think the classics would be good to do just like because i mean that's where a lot of these ideas arise from are like the classics yep. that people really know and understand um so yeah yeah Cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good year. Um, so yeah, you can let us know if you have any book suggestions that you'd like to get, uh, like for us to get to towards the end of the year there, and uh, even if you have suggestions for you know 2024. I mean, hopefully the podcast will be continuing to go in 2024. Yeah. 
We don't have any. That I don't have any it. plans to stop it. So, yeah. Yep. Should neither do I at this point. So I think we're good. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's going to be our 2023 plans. Uh, to just end kind of the podcast, we're going to talk a little, bit, a little bit about like 2023, like personal goals, like just anything that you personally want to accomplish uh, in this next year. Uh, something for me particularly is just to focus on my health a little bit more. So what I wrote down is work out four times a week. So I don't know if that's going to be feasible. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good goal to have. So you work out like every weekday and then you have one day of uh, of rest in there and then you have the weekend off. So, um, I'd like to do some more like weightlifting. So I'm doing, I, we like, uh, my wife and I subscribe to beach body on demand that service so we can do our workouts at home. I've been donating for about a year. I need to get back into <laughs> That's it. That's right. You're, you're donating to the cause. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to be doing lift four. That's the program that I want to try and do. I have done it in the past and, uh, I did T20 for a while, which is what Gabe really likes. He always, he goes crazy about Transform that. 20. That's right. With, with Sean, Sean T. T. That's right. So yeah, there's a lot of great programs on there. And, uh, but again, yeah, making actual use of them because I've been a donator for, for a few months here this past year. Um, but yeah, definitely getting back to focus on my health would be good. And, uh, something else more professionally that I want to focus on is just creating more content for this channel. I feel like I've just kind of been focused on the podcast and then with everything else in life going on, like not really having the time to focus on making other types of content or other types of videos. So I really would like to try to put out new videos that are not just the podcast and have other stuff that's going on, whether that's reviews or just deep dives into different aspects of books that we've done in the podcast, maybe revisiting a specific scene or something and really going deep into something that we enjoy talking about on the podcast and just going, focusing on that. Um, there could be a ton of different ideas that I've had written down, uh, that I could go into. So yeah, just something that's not related to the podcast, some other kind of content. And then the last thing is I'd love to start potentially doing like a newsletter, like a monthly email or something like that. I've been trying to do some little bit of writing and, uh, I've had this idea for a series called every chapter analyzed where I take one chapter of a book, like a fantasy book or something like that. And I just analyze it from a Christian perspective. So right now I've been working on the line, the witch in the wardrobe by CS Lewis and just looking at the chapters in that book and just looking at like, what are the decisions that the characters make? Like how does that align with a biblical perspective? Um, you know, is there CS Lewis is notorious for allegory. So where are the allegories in the story? Um, what is that? What is the author trying to portray? and tell us about his worldview or something like that. Um, so thinking about starting that and I'd like to get a few things written before I actually launch it. So I have some, some buffer and some room to grow with that. But yeah, those are some things that I've been meaning to start for a long time, but probably should just take the plunge. Like we said before with the Sean Cannell comment, you just got to punch fear in the face and, uh, just press, press record. And, or in this case type, uh, type on your keyboard, whichever you're going to write. So yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, you, you got, uh, you have some good goals there and, uh, I've kind of like looked at yours and they kind of influenced mine. So I'm going to try and, you know, take off of yours, but also have some of my own. Um, sure. because I did, I did have this thought that I want to set up a home gym. Um, I, 
I, I don't know. I was very consistent in our last home. And then like I had knee surgery and I just fell out of it. Um, one of the things, like, you know, how I said, like, I can do things like very rigorously. Uh, and like, I was very good with working out for about a year. Like, I think yeah. I worked out six times a week for a year doing Transformed 20 with Sean T. And he's like, you got to change your mindset. I don't have to work out. I get to work out. And just like those little nuggets of truth um, that he, he lays on you. It's so good. Um, so, yeah, I want to get my home gym set up. Uh, it'll just be nice to have a space for the mat, uh, set up a little TV so I can work out in the house. Um, that worked for me in the past. I feel like it will work for me in the future. I just need to find time to set up the space. I want to get some mats and lay it down because the spot in my house uh, that I'm looking to convert into the gym is just hard tile and considering high impact um, is what got me to the knee surgery. I need to put some pads down and everything. So that's on my to-do list. Um, also just to um, help my wife through the pregnancy, uh, make sure that she's got all of her needs taken care of. Um, of Life is going to change uh, when we have um, our second child and and just I'm walking through there. Um, I think I'm going to talk a little bit professionally. So I do have aspirations to be a YouTuber like Tyler. Uh, I do not have a working YouTube channel currently, but I'm currently planning three YouTube channels, <laughs> uh, which I don't think Big I will launch. Big dreams over here. Into, here we go. And Listen, I, I just can't contain it all to one so here i'll give you guys the rundown of the three okay so we have neighborhood nerd services which is your place for technology support um mainly i'm going to talk about probably 3d printing but i'll talk about like how i organize spreadsheets or um how i set up smart lighting um you know kind of all these different skills that i've built um working with technology um I'll probably make the most content on 3D printing because that's what I enjoy and that's my current like passion there. Um, and then, uh, then I have Neighborhood Nerd University, which is going to be my educational um, version of Neighborhood Nerd Services. So I'm an educator and a teacher and I go to lots of like conferences and stuff and I wanna kind of document my path through being a tech ed teacher for my school. I want to, you know, get Minecraft EDU lessons up, like explain how I work with my students on um, Minecraft, explain how I use 3D printing as a um, token economy in my classroom, uh, just to give people some ideas um, and talk about different concepts that I've encountered in professional development and uh, how I would implement them in the classroom. And then the third channel, uh, which is most in line with Pages of Light would be, um, I'm still working on the name of the channel, but I think the last iteration, and I don't know if I go with this, is the uh, Quarantine Quartermaster and the Boss versus Time Debt, I think was the name of the channel. That might be a little bit too long to say, uh, <laughs> so I'll have to work on that. You can have a long um, channel name, I just abbreviate when you say it. And um, yeah, so, that is going to be about my walk with Christ, um, how to, I, I like Mike Winger. I've been listening to him a lot recently and I'd like to, um, 
pursue like he has an app called um bible thinker and or like biblical thinker um and just how he tries to walk through life and just think about everything biblically like i feel like i have a lot to learn from him and just like some ideas that i have like corn like a quartermaster is a person who knows like their inventory they keep lists and they know and i feel like i'm a wasteful person like i uh, like I have things, but I don't know where they are, and like it ends up leading to both time and financial waste. Um, and like I sometimes I buy things without vetting them, and like so I know that I've messed up. And I feel like the quarantine quartermaster is a person who's organized and like knows where things are. And I think that's biblical to like understand like your household and like uh, like understand your budget and. Um, how to plan accordingly and so the third channel would be like my walkthrough uh, like trying to be a better Christian and using scripture to you know build my foundation on the rock um, so those are the three channels that I do not think I will be working on in 2023 because I want to focus in on my personal business uh, I really would like to start selling the only model that I currently am able to sell are dragons. So I'm thinking about printing a bunch of 3D printed dragons and selling them. Um, I sold a bunch uh, with my students uh, at school and they sell. So they, they at least sold at like the one, I think it was called the Handmade Arcade here in PA. Um, we sold a bunch of dragons and we made a, a pretty like we made over five hundred dollars, uh, which was great. Um, so I feel like I now have a good printer that I. It's currently I'm looking at it. And I'm like I gotta go work on it. Um, I didn't want it to be down, but I tried printing with Pet G and like it. I don't know some filaments caught in there. So I gotta disassemble it. And uh, they they want you to take a lighter to the Allen. Uh, key and stick it down in the nozzle so I'll be doing that maybe tonight it's getting really late though so I don't know and then it's going to yeah. be down if I don't do it tonight it's going to be down for the weekend and that's going to be like three days of printing I'm going to be out of and be like grr yeah um, time but, is and I yeah I have well I have uh, plans I'm 3D printing gifts for uh, Christmas which is just around the corner even though you right. guys are listening to this after Christmas uh, I, I have like two more dragons to print and uh, I need to do that before uh, before Christmas time so maybe I'll take my filament in with me and then um, print some stuff at work while this one's down because I don't know how long it's going to take to get this one back up and running so I'd like to work on my business and see if I can sell some 3D printed stuff. And um, I eventually want to open some summer camps on like how to be a 3D printer if you're like in middle school or like in yeah, high school. Cool. Um, I think that parents in this area would pay for that and it's something that's like I'm good at and then eventually like branch that out into like teach your middle schooler how to code like come to my camp and put on by neighborhood nerd services um i think those would be good summer money makers and since i'm an educator like i'll have the time to like we can put together a week-long camp and and yep. do this together sort of thing so um those are kind of like the long-term plans again that might not materialize for two or three years uh while i build content become a dad you know 
have five pets, hold down a full time job, run a run a business, record a podcast. All what are you talking about? You have so much free time; it's ridiculous. I don't even know what you're talking about here. (laughs) So so many obligations, but you know what, Tyler? I have fun on this podcast, and I like doing it with you. So um, I I, yeah. So yeah, I I like it. Cool. Well, we're we're happy that you're here. So yeah, yeah. Um, So those are my non-planned plans so you guys know those are my non-planned plans awesome cool yeah thanks for sharing and uh if you guys like you can put your if you have any goals for the new year we won't call them new year's resolutions but things that you maybe want to accomplish over the course of the year or things that you want to do better at uh let us know down in the comments and uh yeah we can all help each other to do better and keep each other accountable maybe gabe and i can keep each other accountable and working out <laughs> we'll see what happens be there. Good. so yeah we'll uh maybe we'll do like we did like a six month check-in and like in the middle of 2023 we'll do like another informal type podcast like we did uh for this one and for, for whenever we returned after our hiatus so i don't know we'll see what happens um but yeah that's gonna do it for this episode it's kind of more of a chill episode just talking about what we're going to be doing in the 2023 and uh the things that we enjoyed from this current year so we hope that you guys all had a great 2022 and uh we hope that 2023 will be even better so uh as always you can follow pages of light at our website uh pageslight.com and you can check us out on social media on all of those platforms go over and subscribe on the youtube channel so you can check out the video version and all the other uh, video content that I have up there and yeah, leave us a review on Apple podcasts, uh, five stars if you can, and, uh, let us know why you like the podcast. I think you can also leave reviews on Spotify. So leave one over there as well. And yeah, that is going to do it. That is uh, 2022 in the books. This is the last podcast of the year. So thank you guys for listening for it. Like listening to us or watching us, uh, during this year and uh, yeah it's been great to do this podcast and I've really enjoyed doing it uh, with you Gabe and uh, having all of you guys participate as well in the podcast so thanks for a great year and as always remember to keep reading and to share the gospel with somebody this week and we will see you in the next episode in 2023